Hey, what's up? It's your host, Tori, and who is ready to be petty? Back with another episode this weekend. I'm so glad that we, or maybe just me, (laughs) that I'm back on track and putting out some new episode for you all. We have some great guests coming up, some new uh, perspectives on The Bachelorette, so I hope you're tuning into that. And of course, whatever else is happening in the world of pop culture. In this episode, I talked to Carly from the To Be Influenced podcast, and we talk about the Charlie and Dixie D'Amelio situation with that scandalous YouTube video. And a lot has broken since we recorded on Wednesday. James Charles tweeted in support of the sisters and then got a lot of backlash from that. Trisha Paytas um, got mad at James for... All of this situation on TikTok, it was a whole mess. And Charlie and Dixie shared that they were getting like death threats, which obviously is absolutely unreasonable and not warranted at all. Like they were being a little bit bratty. It does not mean that they should get any form of like online harassment. Just two girls talking shit on a podcast about them. That's that is about all they should get. And then Charlie lost over a million TikTok followers, so she was at 99.5 million, then she went down to 98.5 million, but has since reached 99 million again, so all is right in the world. Anyways, I think this episode is really great. Let's bring in Carly from the To Be Influenced podcast. I'm back with a very special guest, Carly from the To Be Influenced podcast. Carly, how are you? I am so good. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm so happy that we get to talk again. It's been since July since the last time we spoke. Yeah, it's it's definitely been a while. We've been, I mean, if you listen to my last episode, you know I'm a Bachelor junkie, so we've been a little dry on the Bachelor scene, but we're back and we're ready to talk about that and some other things. So I'm excited. I'm very happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for joining me again. So yeah, as Carly alluded to, we're going to talk about Bachelor, which Carly's been talking about on her own podcast, and Dancing with Stars, and Grey's Anatomy, and some TikTok (laughs) tea, which I I love. I'm so excited to dive into that, because on your (laughs) podcast, you talk to a lot of like different types of influencers. How's that been going? It's been good. It's been, I mean, I was, I was saying it's difficult because a lot of influencers have a lot of big podcasts reaching out to them. So it's just constantly reaching out to different guests and trying to get them on. But I've had such amazing people on so far, like different YouTubers, TikTokers, I guess you would call them. And then even like uh, people who view social media as like an entrepreneurial, sorry, that's a hard word, (laughs) like type of um, outlet. And have been really successful so it's been really interesting hearing all the different stories also i've done a few soul episodes which were interesting and definitely a little nerve-wracking but i had fun with them and i'm just like really enjoying doing it it's been a really fun outlet and i hope to just keep going with it i love that that's so great i was gonna ask what do you think of the new like twitter and instagram updates since you are like the social media queen <laughs> Oh my God, I'm not even close. So thank you so much for <laughs> calling me that. Um, okay, so I have some really, like, I guess just questions about Instagram Reels. First of all, I was studying the other day and I went to hit 
the like post button in the middle, which is now the reels button. And all of a sudden the, like the, what you know about love song started like playing in the study room. I was in, I was like, Oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. Like I'm so, I need to run away and hide. But, um, I was like, that's rude. You can't put that there without me knowing. Like I was so, I was like, Oh, and then Twitter, I think it's very interesting that they're going towards the stories route. I feel like Twitter has always been a very, I mean, a word platform, like more than anything. So I think it's interesting that they felt that the platform would benefit from having more photos. Yeah. Yeah. I feel the exact same way. Like with Twitter, it just seems like such a left turn it's It's like a reach almost yes it's so wild with these like social media apps um changing their platform because I don't know why they're it seems that their strategy is like to steal people off Instagram or Facebook or whatever but I'm like no you should just be like bettering what your niche is which is yeah written tweets I agree I think it's eventually they're all going to become the exact same thing they're all going to have all of the above and you're not going to be able to differentiate in any way i think for okay instagram shouldn't have gotten reels no facebook shouldn't have gotten stories no twitter shouldn't have gotten stories like i get it but i think you should just stay in your lane because that's why you got popular in the first place totally and i feel like you're right maybe they do want you to just move to using one app but I don't think that's the way it's gonna go like yeah no rotating through apps is like my favorite pastime seriously uh same you see me (laughs) clicking every single one like in a row I can't just have one I know like I'm never just looking at one like I'm going through (laughs) all of them so yeah it's really really interesting and then with Instagram with the new yeah reels tab and then the shopping tab is just I don't know. So alarming to me. Again, I think like you're moving too far away from what your platform yeah, got famous and popular for. So yeah, it just seems. Yeah. So out of left field and people keep being like, I don't know who was shopping on Instagram. I was definitely getting ideas and like clicking links and stuff. But yeah, it wasn't like my go to, I would say. I actually work for a boutique at home that's like been in the process of trying to like kind of grow into the online space it started over quarantine and I was like not like a big role but like I was there during it and like helping with it and um I'm interested to see when I go home for break what their experience has been like with this new update because when I go on shopping now that I obviously follow them like I see them on my shopping like feed and I don't know how like if they can see the analytics for that and if it's helping them, I'm curious to see how it helps like small clothing companies like that, I guess. But I also agree. I look at it more for like screenshot inspiration than I do like shopping. Totally. Or like this is so awful, but if I see like an affiliate link with an influencer, like I will just like (laughs) screenshot it and then just like go on their website. (laughs) Yeah, literally. It's like, no, I get it. Like, uh, I want to give you the money, but like, if you're not helping me, like give me the discount code or don't expect anything from me. Literally. And like, (laughs) it's so funny because I feel like if our podcast ever like blew up, we would be like putting merch on the shop. You'd be like, oh my God, buy this (laughs) a fit tea please like 
<laughs> yeah, I'd be like, use my affiliate link. <laughs> I'd be so quick to sell out. Like, oh, you can bet your bottom dollar I'd sell out. <laughs> Me too. I don't think we fit tea. Like, I just cannot get oh, behind no, that. But no. like, <laughs> just kidding. Not about that. <laughs> yes, but like literally anything else, I will shill on Instagram. <laughs> oh my god, I'd be like, oh my god, this is my favorite brand ever. This cleared my skin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know. I'm like putting on my prescription acne medication, but I'm like, yeah, yeah everyone. It was this. Curology. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, stay tuned, folks. You never know. Yeah, seriously. What's going to Keep happen. listening and we'll get those sponsorships for you guys. Yeah, seriously. Um, but yeah, it's been a wild bachelorette season. Um, what are your like first initial takes? Well, I'm, I would be a liar if I told you that I watched all of Claire's episodes because I didn't. <laughs> yeah. I was so over her. And I, I mean, the, when we recorded the last episode, I think the announcement that Tasha was coming in, like or like the leak that Tasha was coming in, came out the next day. So from, think about it, from July till whenever the season started in October, I was waiting for Tasha. Like, yeah, yeah, okay, I want Claire's season to end, whatever. Like, I want her to find love. Dale's very attractive, mm-hmm. very attractive. But I was like, every episode, I was like, all right, when is it going to happen? Like, I fully appreciate Tasha or Claire's journey and all of it, all 12 days of it. Um, <laughs> but at the same time, I was like, I don't want to, I, I almost didn't want to, like, get attached to her relationships with any of the men because you knew that wasn't how it was going to end. You knew yeah. it was going to be Dale. So why does it matter who she's talking to, when she's talking to them? Like, that should have been a one-episode thing. They could have wrapped that up very quickly. Yeah. That's such a good point because usually spoilers, like, maybe say 50% of Bachelor Nation knows. But with Dale and Tasha, it was literally, like, every single person knew who watched the show. So you're totally right that it was just – it was, like, just waiting – for something yeah, to have. It was like I don't I mean I I'm super happy for you Claire but like I'd rather not have you on my TV anymore. Like I want to see someone actually try to find love. Totally. And I think another piece of it for me was I was so excited for Claire, but we knew she was the bachelorette from like what like March or like I think even before that cuz March was when she was supposed to start filming. Yeah, like even earlier than that. So then by the time it like came around, I was like I like feel like she's like the longest bachelorette in history I know and like one of the worst no offense oh I would potentially say the worst I like have been a Claire truther which like looks bad I feel like people are gonna start thinking I'm a bad judge of character because I like Nick Vial most of the time and I like him most of the time too he has such good hot takes and he's grown a lot as a person, and I love an underdog story. Me too. Okay, I love that for us. And then Claire, <laughs> I'm like always, I'm like, no, don't worry, it's it's gonna be good, and like she's great, and like she brings the drama, and she obviously did, but like mm-hmm. I, it's tough to like root for her or like to show support for her because it, I feel like she's like got such a bad rap. She's. Ugh. I hate like talking about her like this because it's like she's fully a grown woman. I'm 21 years old. So, like I can't, <laughs> I can't tell her how she should be living her life. Yeah, but I'm going to. So <laughs> yeah. I think that she is immature, mm. and she thinks she's really mature. She and Nick Vial tweeted it. He said it 
so well. He said, I love that she's like, I'm paraphrasing, but I love that she is making decisions in the same way a college girl would. Like she was like, oh, he's cute. He's the love of my life. Which like, okay, sweet, but you're 39. Yeah, yeah. However old she was. You can't, you can't act like you know what you want because you don't. Yeah. And that's fine. But like, I also think she had a hard time deciding if she wanted to be like a woman that was cared for by a man or a woman that like had a man that follows her around. She was like, I'm independent. But then she's like, I want a man that'll like tuck me in at night, basically. Like, <laughs> yes, she just yes. has no idea what she wants. Yeah. And I was really tired of watching her cry incessantly for no reason. I agree with you that like if you can't articulate more than like looks about what you're looking for or need in a partner if that's going to be a really difficult and short relationship because when you're in a relationship you have to constantly articulate what you need and what you're looking for it doesn't just like it's not that checklist like before you start dating and I I totally agree with that is it still seems like that's like super up in the air for her like I think it was tough because usually the lead meets the cast night one she knew the cast beforehand and could watch all of their and like has admitted to watching all of their social media do you think with her she just couldn't fake being in love with like anybody else like that's something I've been thinking about a lot because like usually especially the women leads are like I knew day one that like like Jordan and Jojo like yeah. it was instantaneous. Well, yeah, I, I talked about that on my podcast about how Jordan or Jojo knew it was going to be him but like continued on with the show. I just think like I was a full believer that she spoke to him before the show and when she said that one thing to Blake yes no she's lying like she definitely talked to Dale before the show yes I know that they said that she didn't and like that could very well be true but I also think that she's like potentially crazy enough to feel like his Instagram like gave her all the information she needed to know and like the second he walked out of the limo he was going to be the one so I I agree with you I do think that it made it hard for her but I also think like I'm never going to be the bachelorette I know that but if I were the bachelorette I would just fake it like like you it doesn't matter if you know you can still keep going like no one's making you go home you're the one that's doing this yourself and like I understand that she was happy about that decision to be able to just go off with Dale but like this is your shot like you have your 15 minutes of fame and she's been able to like re-up that every single year for all the different shows she's been on why would you throw that away? It's not like you're going to go back to a normal career, keep the show, and then you can have, like, I know that's not the purpose of the show, but, like, <laughs> at this point, like, you have, you're an adult, and you're not going to go back to regular work. Like, you need to keep your fame. Why would you just leave? Yeah, that is actually such a good point, because we've seen the day, actually, that she got engaged, like, the Thursday... I th- it, it was the Thursday after the election episode, right? Mm-hmm. That she got engaged. Yeah. So... Literally, like, eight hours before the episode aired, there was friggin' paparazzi pictures of her shopping at Target with the engagement. Yeah, and I'm like, those were taken in Sacramento. And I think Juliette Littman said this on her Bachelor Party podcast, but it's like, there's no paparazzi in Sacramento. Like, someone called and, like, 
And that was probably Claire. And it was probably Claire. So I totally get that point. It's like, why not just continue the show as it is filmed for the last like 20 years? Yeah. And I, I think that you said another point about them talking, which I feel like has been literally talked to death. But just so I have my opinion on the record, because I haven't specifically talked about it. I truly do believe that they talked too. Like, I think it would be absolutely insane if they didn't. And a lot of people are banking on that she swore on her father that, yeah, that she um, didn't talk to him which does mean a lot to her, but also just like swearing on things like, is that a grave? He's no offense. Rest in peace. He's dead. What is that going to do? Like, what is that? I said that on mine. I said, what does that mean? Like, yeah. Okay. Yes. I get that. That is a very serious claim. Yes. Like, why are you, that doesn't make me believe you anymore. I know. I'm like, people have been doing that on survivor since the dawn of time. And literally, when I, I was playing Among Us with my friends this weekend and someone was like, <laughs> swear on RTBP. And I'm like, okay, I'm not the imposter. Like, like it just, it, it doesn't mean anything necessarily. So yeah, I just find it like so weird. Do you think that the producers saw that it wasn't going well with like her canceled dates, giving the rose to herself, like, like sending guys home, et cetera? um that they were like okay we're gonna try to push you out and our second choice was Tasha, and like we can get her to quarantine right away and and switch people out I have a conspiracy about this it's not really a conspiracy but like Tasha went in her first it might have been her first group date I don't really remember but she was like if you had told me a week ago that I was going to be here like I would have never believed you but how could it be a week if your quarantine had to at least have been like 28 days because they had 14 days prior to coming to the set that they quarantined at home. And then they had like, I think it was 14 on set before you were like allowed to interact with others. So I've always believed that they had Tasha because, okay, so I also follow Tia Booth. Sorry, I'm getting kind of off track. But no, she that's fine. was contracted as well. She talked yes. about it in her Instagram story. Yes. All three of them were contracted in. They sign a contract, which means Tasha is to their disposal. Same with Tia. And I think that with all of the Black Lives Matter things that happened, they probably called Tasha in. They probably knew that Claire talked to Dale and knew that she was going to be the way that she was and had her there from day one. Because Claire was there for 12 days. They couldn't have pulled her in that late and have her be like clean, I guess, of COVID. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, maybe you're right. They cast Claire as the number one, had the backups of Tia and Tasha, saw the, like, social moment that they could capitalize on because they're gross like that. And, and also the fact that they've been just getting hit left and right with yeah. how, like, not undiverse their entire casts have always been for all of history. Completely. And they just decided, yeah, to, like, capitalize on that, which is so gross because Tasha deserves so much more than just she deserves more than claire's leftovers yes okay that was another question i had for you do you find it weird that they only brought in four new people and that they didn't like invite claire's old guys back i was totally convinced that when um chris harrison like pulled her aside he was gonna have all of the men that claire kicked off come back Hopefully without Yosef. But I was, like, very excited about that. I was like, 
thank God, like she gets a full cast. I do think it would have been hard because if she had all 30 men, each rose ceremony would have been so much more cutthroat. But I kind of wanted her to have that option. Like the one guy, I forget his name. It was like Brendan something. I don't know. Yes. He had like so many tattoos. So beautiful. Yes. Like loved him. And I had, like I said, I t- I'm literally a psycho. I take notes on the first night, every single episode or every single year. And I'm like, okay, uh, easy. So funny. Blah, blah, blah. Like I take notes on all of them. And I had one guy that I was like, will be perfect for uh, Tasha when she comes. And then he left. Totally. So I, I don't know. I think that it's like a little bit unfair, but I think for the way that the show kind of plays out, it would have been very difficult to give her all 30. I also just think, why didn't they just extend the season? Like she's only going to get nine episodes or whatever. Why didn't they just like, we could go into December. Um, I guess it's already going into December, but I guess Matt James's season is like right around the corner. So like it's premiering January 4th. So I guess they couldn't. But I just find that like, I don't know. I just feel like they could have pivoted. And maybe it's harder because it's the COVID season and they don't have everyone. Like maybe those guys left, went back to their jobs and they can't just like re-quarantine them or whatever. But yeah, yeah, it just seems so wild to me that she just gets yeah kind of their leftovers I will say though for Claire not knowing what she wants like literally at all she kind of left Tasha with a good group of men totally she trimmed the fat for sure like there was like some like guys that were cast as like the troublemakers and like the people that are gonna stir up drama and she like basically yeah got rid of all of them so that is a good point like, I'm, I am so impressed with the maturity of majority of the men this season. I really like a lot of them. And I, I can honestly say I didn't even know half of their names until Tasha showed up. But I really like a lot of them. Like, I think she has a lot of good choices. Although, I feel like she is, like, if I were her and on the season, I would not be paying attention to, like, half the men that she is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's going to be interesting for Bachelor in Paradise because some of these guys will be cast on the show. Yeah, and they're so much older than what we had to work with with Peter. And I don't know Matt James, but I know one of the girls on his season is 21. That's my age, and I can't even – I literally can't even fathom. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's it's sometimes so wild to think about, like – I remember like Hannah Ann and stuff like that, just like being and Becca Martinez just like, being like what a so train young. Wreck. Oh my god, I cannot it's imagine too much for me. Like I can't, I can't put myself in the shoes of that twenty-one-year-old. She's from Canada, I think. Shout out you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Shout out to me. Um, I also want to say about the rumors about the production team pushing out Claire, is that she liked a bunch of like people's tweets about like conspiracy theories about them kicking her out do you think that that kind of is her way of like being like yep they fucking did it or do you think it's just like showing general support for her I don't know I think that's interesting because like think about Luke P isn't he like in trouble right now because of like Yes. Talking about the show without being out of his contract yet. Yep. I think that if that were the case, 
we would know because production would be filing a lawsuit on her. Like yeah. if she were actively revealing stuff, I think it would be, I think she's probably just liking it because she's dramatic. <laughs> yes, that's actually a good point. And that's why, again, I think that she's swearing up and down that they didn't talk because she could get in trouble for that. Like, I don't think they would be happy. A hundred percent. And so, yeah, I think she's just dramatic and recognizes the fact that as soon as Tisha gets down to her like final six, it's no one's going to talk about Claire. Do you give them like a timeline for when they're going to break up, Dale and Claire? Or do you- I was talking about this with my roommates. Um, I have two options for them and only two. I think they'll either last forever, like without – I mean, we wouldn't know, but with no issues. Or they'll push it for a year just so that they can be like, we gave it our all. Because she – like. She's at the point where she really needs to actually give it a chance. They, she's been on so many Bachelor shows that they didn't even talk about her being engaged on <laughs> yes. one of the games during her preview. So Good I point. think that, that is super interesting. She's like, I don't have a, I've never had a man treat me well. I was like, that's not fair. <laughs> Justice for Benoit. Like, he was such a sweetie. He was. I liked him. Yeah, I actually really like that prediction. Like, you're right. They're not going to break up like tomorrow. But is it like a real relationship for the full year? I don't know. I think that they'll very easily just start to have to fake it if yeah if things don't go well because she's been posting um like visiting his family in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if you follow the Instagram account Demois. Mm-mm. Okay, it is a celebrity blinds website that I'm getting really into. Okay. And that just like blew up in quarantine. And basically it's like a tipster that just posts DMs um, from people that have interactions with celebrities. Um, and you can like decide for yourself if they're like real or not. But there's been so many tips about him looking for like real estate in New York and like him going out possibly on dates or just like going out with a lot of people in New York so I don't know I I find it like really hard to even know what their relationship status is because then some people are like they're married (laughs) they're definitely hard to read I will give you that they like I can't I actually think he's probably a really wholesome person yeah me too Um, like from what it seems like he seems like a very genuine kind human being um but with that being said, I wouldn't be surprised if he was overwhelmed with the craziness that is Claire Crawley and is just doing his best to get by. <laughs> totally. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, do you think that Tasha will get like a hometowns date? I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, oh, are her parents even going to be able to come in? I don't know how that's going to work. I feel like they'll do some sort of like zoom thing that's my guess like I don't think that they'll be able to leave like that's so dark (laughs) like like, oh here's my hometown it's on my small phone like yes like like, that's all I can give you a virtual tour because I was thinking that about Claire and Dale like they didn't even go to each other's hometowns before they got engaged it's literally such a disaster and it's so fitting for 2020 I think that's the thing that I just keep like repeating to myself it's like this 
mess of a bachelorette season is just like indicative of this fucking crazy year it's yeah it's it's a lot like I I really couldn't even make it through like the third episode of her I was like someone just let me know what happens like I was sitting in my room just doing homework because I didn't care like I was like I'm ready for her to be done she actually just makes me so mad like (laughs) I really can't stand her and I think that I've been trying really hard to give her the benefit of the doubt because I so badly wanted an older bachelorette but like I would have dealt with Hannah Ann for a season if it meant not having Claire Crawley I know this was just so different than what I had expected from her and she gave some great quotes and there were some good moments but like generally it was like really really hard to watch and I'm still wondering if I'm like do I hate it this much because it's Claire or do I truly hate it because I feel like it is so unrealistic that these two people who have hung out for like 24 hours once are engaged like that's just like that's absolutely wild so oh and and the best part was when Chris Harrison goes oh you know what we have to do next like as if the obvious next step was an engagement totally what are you talking about as if Dale's supposed to know that I know I that's another thing is I think if Bachelor Nation wants to move forward with like long and have longevity as a show they need to get rid of these crazy rules like you need to get engaged by the end of this and stuff because yeah it's just so unnecessary and like it just puts so much pressure on the couples that I just don't think they they can survive I agree 100% agree I also what you were saying with um Claire I can't tell if I hate this because it's her or if it's so bad that's how I feel with Tisha. Like, I can't decide if I love her because it's her or if she's just better than Claire. Because I know if I could go back and watch Hannah Brown season, who is literally my shining idol queen, I love her, I would be able to gauge better. But it's been so long since we've had a bachelorette that I can't, I can't even tell you how I would compare this to someone else. Yeah, I think my one thing that I'll say about Tasha because I love her and I think she's doing an excellent job and you can tell that she's like cares about the guys way more. And I like when the lead like cares about them as friends and like getting to know them as people. Yeah. In addition to like the romantic interest, but I think with her the one thing I'll say is I think it's just always going to be boring because she's just I think we talked about this before, but she Maybe not. <laughs> she's just like. No, I, I agree. She's like a little just too sweet. She's too sweet and she's like too put together. Like she's not built for this show. She's yeah. built to be one of our friends or like someone that we look up to as like a role model. But like she's just not built for reality TV. It, reality TV is for crazy people. <laughs> yeah, literally. She And she's too normal. She is so much better for paradise because it wouldn't be entirely her storyline exactly totally like she doesn't have enough drama to her totally and that's why I think that's one of the reasons why she was like their second choice like they knew that Claire would bring drama and Tia would also I think like she's also I think Tia would have been good I hope we get her at some point yeah I think she'd be good too and I'm not like the biggest Tia fan or maybe I'm just yeah. not a huge Raven fan and that makes oh, me yeah. not a Tia fan. <laughs> they're like the same person <laughs> I know I know are they still friends do you know if they're still friends I think they are I think they just live in different cities okay interesting 
Um, any other thoughts about Tasha or Claire before we move on to other Bachelor Nation news? Well, I feel that I've always been a good predictor of the show. This season is very different, but I was um, planning on telling you my top six just yes. to, you know, get it in writing and then see how I do later on yes. once the season ends. So I wrote it down. I rewatched the episode today just to prepare because I really needed oh to God. make sure I felt strong about my <laughs> choices. I love that. I'm like so psycho about it. I love uh, it. Okay. So my top six are Zach C. I think yes. he's like really chill vibes and he's also not talking a lot yet which is very important for the way that the show is produced. Yes, that's true. I think Ben is going to be top six because she was saying to him that she feels like her walls are, are like up around him. And I think that girls do that around someone that they feel they could really like. Okay. I like that. Um, Noah, just because we need someone that's going to be dramatic. I feel like Bennett's going to leave soon. So we need to keep Noah around. Brendan, she's obsessed with Brendan. I yeah. did not see that coming at all, but she loves him. Easy because, like, how could you not have him in your top six? He's the best. And then Ivan, because there's a lot, seems to be a lot of previews, and she seems to really like him. Yes. Okay. I agree. So the two people, I really like who you picked. The two people that I really see her with are Ivan and Brendan. Yeah. Those are, the, I think they're for sure in her top four, whatever yeah. that looks like. Because <laughs> um, you're right, Bennett, like, that's not going to happen. Easy, I think she will continue keeping him, but. I don't think there's going to be a romance, but I think production's going to, like, force that so he can be, like, the star of Paradise. Yes, he very much seems like the Wells on JoJo's season. So yeah. I, I think that's a good. That was a hot take. Who was the first person you said? Zach. He's like kind of low key, but she's had like very intimate moments with him on group dates. Yes. And you're totally right. Like that is like the Lauren and Ari edit is like the not talking. So I, yeah, fully support that. But yeah, if I had to pick two people, because I truly only see it with two people I think it's either Brendan or Ivan and Ivan is such a dark horse I find like I agree like it wasn't till this episode that I like truly was like oh shit like this yeah. is a possibility Even for, the preview for next week I think they have a one-on-one and like they have this like whole little moment I'm like oh, I'm excited for this I know I'm very very excited good choices I hope she finds someone and I hope they yeah live happily ever after uh, yeah, she deserves someone really good. And I think she has good options. So I'm really hoping for her. Me too. So there's been a lot of other things happening in Bachelor Nation. Coach Crystal is pregnant. Oh, <laughs> oh God. With she, a quarantine baby. She really, she knows how to grind my gears. I'll say that. She yeah. gets me so annoyed. I don't know why. I think it was originally her voice. And then I liked her with Chris. I have no idea what happened between them. I don't really think Chris knows, to be honest. No. Um, I just feel genuinely so awful for him. Yes, which I cannot believe. If if someone told me in 2020, you're going to feel bad for Chris Randone, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I would have been like, no fucking no, way. probably not. Like, I'll probably never hear his name again. Right? Like, Remember when it's he tried so to make sad. Goose happen? This poor man. 
had literally the turnaround of the century in terms of who he was as a person. Yes. Crystal whipped him into shape and he was just like so cute and precious. And yes. And she just immediately was like, oh, never mind. And I'm taking my dogs and I'm leaving forever. And also I'm going to go get pregnant. Like he doesn't deserve that. She's crazy. Like I said, Claire's crazy. Crystal is crazy. 100%. It was so wild to me that they got divorced. I listened to a podcast with them. I think it was Caitlin Bristow's podcast. And this would have been like now two years ago. Yeah. They were so good together. And I couldn't believe it because I hated him so much and I hated her so much. But they like worked. They worked so well. So I was so surprised. And then they broke up and then they she immediately started dating this really young guy. And then like a few weeks or months after she posted their like hey, I'm dating this guy post. Her, her boyfriend reveal was like three posts out or before her pregnancy reveal. Yes, which is just so wild to me. Like it, but like good for you. But like her arc in this like Bachelor Nation history is just fascinating. She started low, went high. She's just low again. Like you're in the public eye. You can do whatever you want in terms of like being pregnant, having this new boyfriend, whatever. But you have to expect people are going to, like, talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. I just wish she – like, I loved when Becca Martinez – and I guess, again, I want to clarify that they owe us nothing. But I yes. loved oh, when – Oh, definitely. But I love to talk about that. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. You owe us nothing. I will continue to talk shit about you. But, like, Becca Martinez, when she got pregnant with her boyfriend, like, really soon after The Bachelor – she said, like, hey, I know that this is weird and this is not what we expected. Like, yeah, but now she has baby number two and is like married, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and she's pregnant again. She's pregnant with baby number three. Yeah. But like, oh, oh my God, three? <laughs> yeah, yes. You're kidding. I swear to God, if that's wrong, I don't think it is, but I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, it is so. But like, the difference is Becca got sent home and then never dated anyone else from bachelor nation that's true crystal was married i know i know i whose season was she even on ari's season yeah 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 oh my god it's just so weird i just like how when people are like yep this wasn't what we expected but like we're so happy or whatever it's just been so weird um just that instagram fairy tale for crystal yeah, best of luck to you. Yeah. But I don't care. <laughs> Truly all the best. But like, I never thought I was going to hear her name again. Yeah. Okay. It was Dylan Barber, who Same. I'm yeah, like <laughs> low key obsessed with. Hopefully he's a good person because I'm not a Hannah G fan per se. But I don't hate her, but I like them together. Me too. Me too. But Dylan posted like, oh my gosh, it's so hard to find a house in like San Francisco or wherever they are. And then Chris was like, try getting a divorce. And I was like, that is like so crazy. Also, you're still married. pulling the victim card. But of course he is. That's like, that was his whole like bit in his season. So thought I could not be surprised again in 2020. But Crystal's. Here we are. (laughs) Yeah, Crystal's baby announcement really did me in. Um. Also, Jade and Tanner had a baby. I think they're really cute, but I never watched their season, so I don't have, like, 
the love for them that I know a lot of Bachelor Nation does. Yeah. But I think the only thing I really know about them that I'm like, wow, is that she like gave birth in her closet for her last one. Yeah. Not the most recent, but like the one before that. Yeah. So I think that this is her third kid and they did like a beautiful like water home birth situation. But you're right. The last one, um, like she went into labor or something in the closet and like the fire department had to come and like it was at the beginning of no it wouldn't have been at the beginning of covid because i think it was at peter's after the final rose was it then how is she pregnant and giving birth again oh <laughs> so, then no yeah, it definitely yeah. wasn't but for might some, have been at hannah's yeah okay maybe i for some reason i think there was some covid related thing but maybe not um but yeah i really i like them together they seem like a really normal couple. Um, their baby's name is Reed Harrison, which I really like. Also, I hope Chris Harrison feels like he takes credit for that. Oh, I'm sure he does. That's amazing. That's so cute. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure he does. Like, I don't know if it's a direct nod, but he yeah. But he's he thinks it is. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. Because just the way that he treated um Ashley and JP's like baby announcement, like with the sonogram on stage, like you just mm-hmm. know he's fully taking credit for this entire baby. <laughs> oh god. And then other Bachelor Nation news, Becca and Garrett broke up. Yeah, I can't really say I'm surprised. I think that I really liked them. Don't get me wrong. I thought they were a great match. Um, But I'm not surprised. Yeah, I'm not surprised either. I feel like they just got off to a rocky start. It was like an uphill battle. And they just like realized that their values didn't mesh. And that's something that I want to see more on the show. Like talking about their values. Yes, definitely. Because they like... They either talk about it and don't show it or they skip over it and just talk in these fucking platitudes and then they come off the show and they're like, oh, you don't support like queer and trans people like bye or like Black Lives Matter like bye. Like I wish we could see that because that's like the the stuff that I want to see. I'm getting tired of listening to dates of just like. Yeah, like, oh, like what? What's your family like? like yes, I know. We don't care about that. No, it's getting so, so, so stale. So yeah, I wish Becca all the best. Garrett posted that he has a new girlfriend on Halloween. Which was fast. So I was very, fast. very shocked about that. Me too. And she's like a yoga and Reiki instructor. <laughs> Which like, does she have the same views as you, Garrett? Like, I'm pretty sure she doesn't. That was another thing. I was like, this also feels like it's not a match. <laughs> yeah, like, she's just pretty. And that's okay, but she's just pretty. Yeah. You don't like her, like, values. No, no, you don't like her soul. But, like, that's the type of person Garrett wants, isn't it? Like, just yeah, someone hot. <laughs> Moldable, like, yeah, basically. 100%. So, anyways... Good luck, Garrett. (laughs) (laughs) And then Caitlin Bristow is like thriving on Dancing with the Stars. I know. You were so right. We talked about this last time and I was like confused as to why she wanted to be on it so badly. She is a phenomenal dancer. For those of you that are listening who don't know this, I'm literally um, also equally as obsessed with Dancing with the Stars as I am with The Bachelor. Like it's 
pretty unhealthy. Um, (laughs) I love it so much. Um, and I, I will say that like, sometimes I'm bored of watching her just because it's like too pretty. She doesn't really like make a character, I guess. (laughs) I don't know how to explain it, but like, I love her. I think she's doing such a good job. I think the final four is like amazing. I couldn't be happier with the final four for Dancing with the Stars. Um, I don't know. The season has just been really good because everyone's been really good. Yeah, I watched the first episode and then never watched it again. But I think <laughs> I will go back because you can just YouTube like. Yeah, Caitlin's and also the finale is next week. So you could always just watch that. It'll be her best dance anyway. I love that. But I looked at the top four too. And it was like all my favorites from night one. Yes. Nelly, Caitlin, Justina. Yes, I love her. And who was the fourth person? Neve from Catfish. Yes. I want him to win. Yes. I low key want Caitlin to win just because it would be like such a full circle moment. Yeah, 100%. But I I do love when like non dancers win because she does have a background. The most like adorable human being like he's out there giving it his all I love him and I also I mean Nelly does not really deserve to be there he's I love him I love watching him every single week but like he's not that good yes agreed Um, but the other three are so good I'm so happy yeah same did you watch Dancing with the Stars before this season yeah I watched it I've watched it for like I don't really know how long I watched it growing up and then I've just always loved it okay cool yeah I I used to watch it and then I just kind of fell out of it I'm not super into like singing or dancing competition shows that's just not my thing I don't like the singing ones I don't know why but I do like dancing with the stars I just think it's fun this year is weird with COVID and everything but like I'll stick with it because I like the cast totally do you think Caitlin has a good chance of winning I think it's between her and Eve. I really would say it's 50-50. Okay, cool. Wow, that's so exciting for her. I just, like, she wanted it so bad. Like, out of – I don't think anyone actually really strives to be on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, yeah. Except for I mean, I do, her. but, like, I could never be, <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah. yeah, like, I would, given the chance. But, like, yeah, I just – for her, it seemed like a really, like, apex career moment. Like, mm-hmm. and – I feel like a lot of people just see it as like a paycheck or like a fun thing to do. So get in shape. (laughs) Totally, totally. So I would love to see her succeed. And I just love her and Jason together. And yeah, I just I think she's a good person. So I like want her to do well. She's grown on me a lot during the season because, again, I didn't watch her bachelorette season. So I've really started to like her a lot more as each episode goes on totally yeah uh any other bachelor nation news you want to cover i don't really think so i feel like again like bachelor nation has recently kind of been dry yeah oh well there was rumors of kelly and peter but that was already like squashed yeah yeah i just like don't care about them at all yeah like Like, i hope you're happy but like you're i just don't care (laughs) so cringe on tiktok and like oh yeah again happy to make fun of them but like i don't care (laughs) any like there was yeah Yeah. those rumors that there was like a save the date for their wedding and i was like yeah who's sending out a save the date in the pandemic when there's like (laughs) no deadline apparently yes i'm like there's no like date that we're gonna be able to all like gather again so that just seems (laughs) like wild to me quick thing and then we can move on to Grey's Anatomy but have you watched Hannah Brown's YouTube channel 
obviously me too i'm obsessed with her so yes i like watch i'm like her first view yes yeah i've like really enjoyed it um yeah she you can just tell why she was such a good lead is she's just so charismatic and stuff so yeah she's just super bubbly and like easy to watch i I mean her content is really not that interesting but i'm just like watching her like live i don't know me too like that's why she's the perfect influencer because she doesn't have to be doing anything crazy i can just watch her live her life yeah i also i'm so close to unsubscribing to her if she doesn't post a hair tutorial soon i need to know how she makes her hair look like that it is it has crossed my mind every single day since the first time I've seen her on my TV. Honestly, honestly. I think that she has such good style that's like so natural and like simple, but still looks like really impressive. I, I'm i jelly of her yeah, entire same. life. Do you think after like her video with Tyler, etc., that and like them talking about the quarantine crew and stuff, do you think that they'll – get together in a few years the, honestly this is so dramatic but that video like made me emotional like I was like ugh, like I just want it for them so bad and I know that may not be like where they're really at or like what they're kind of looking for at this moment but I just think there's always going to be a lot of again I have no idea who these people are I'm talking about them like they're my closest friends I, just, I don't know them like at all um but I just think that they'll always have a lot of love in their hearts for each other And I don't know, it definitely could happen. It would make potentially my life like Mm -hmm. complete if it happened, but I wouldn't cross my fingers on it. I don't know. Like I hate saying that out loud, but I just think they're far enough removed from it that they're just working on being friends. Who knows though? Yeah, I hate when you said that. <laughs> like, I was, like, like hearing like, that from me, yeah. being the biggest Hannah Brown fan in the world, yeah, like that is hard for I can't I can't even believe that I just said that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's like hard to hear. I feel like I feel like that with only one other couple in the world, and it is Selena Gomez and Justin Bieber. Oh my god, <laughs> I'm so sorry to tell you, but I think that one may have failed. <laughs> Even when he was like getting married, I was like, "It's gonna fail." Like, Maybe, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Um, I'm like one step below the fans that are like always like like harassing Haley Bieber about like like you're like do it when you're drunk type of thing. <laughs> yeah. You like DM her. You're like, I hate you. <laughs> yeah. Selena was better. Like, oh my god, I yeah. Anyways, okay, another throwback. Um. Grey's Anatomy had like the wildest season premiere. Um, they're taking on COVID and spoiler alert, McDreamy was back. Yes, I think this is so wild. I also want to preface by saying I don't watch this show. So I may not sound like I know what I'm talking about, but I for some reason know a lot about it. So I feel like I know enough to talk about it. So here I am. Sorry if it's completely incorrect. Yeah, it's the same. I watched till season 14. Like, and I'm like, that's, that is 14 I mean, you committed. You committed. 100%. But I just could not do the, the next, like, three seasons. Yeah, I committed to season four. So I can't really say I committed at all. But. I think after, like, it was either four or six. Like, it was, like, all downhill from there. So I think that's totally fine. But it is so wild. I think that Derek Shepard is back or was back so I don't really understand I didn't obviously didn't watch it but 
from what I kind of like saw and heard is he he's like a ghost they're like in the in-between kind of world which means that Meredith is like potentially dying um which um hate to say this but finally like that girl has been on the show forever and she's probably the worst character oh my god you think she's the worst character she i i think that show is frustrating because i think the only reason they keep her around is because it's her name right 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 and i think they kill off the best characters every single time yeah they do kill off a lot of them yeah or just like send them away like is he see like we'll never see her again like she didn't die but she's just not here yeah yeah because of like on-set drama or like contract negotiations like whatever but yeah it's weird how Derek is back and you're right it was like a dream sequence from what I've heard she's like seeing him and then he might take over some of like the narrating um pieces because you know how she narrates like the beginning and end of all the episodes yeah and um I just think it's so weird because I thought he was fired for, like, toxic workplace environment. So, like, why is he back? I just thought it was because he wanted to be paid more than her because the show was kind of going more in the direction of his storyline than it was hers. And, like, she ended up kind of winning. Okay, I don't remember it like that. I remember him divorcing his wife and, like, hooking up with, like, cast – not cast members, but, like, crew – and then it being, like, a lot of drama and then them being, like, this is, like, not it. You got to go. Well, I mean, again, not really surprised. <laughs> yeah. Not on the show, but, like. Yeah, and then he got back with his wife, IRL, and maybe he made peace with the Grey's Anatomy gods. But it yeah, is. Yeah, maybe. I, like, again, if you would have told me that Derek Shepard was on my fucking TV screen, again, not that I even watched, in 2020, I would laugh. Like, it's just, it is so wild. Like, I don't know what's more surprising, Crystal being pregnant or... <laughs> Seriously, we were saying that the internet is dry right now, but it is thriving, <laughs> yeah, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I know, like, what a good day to be a Grey's Anatomy fan. Like, I gave up yeah. fucking three years ago, but... Yeah, and they're taking on COVID-19, so I actually was thinking about, like, revisiting it. I think it's very, like, smart of them to do that. Um, I'm curious to see how that goes, but I think it's a smart move. Yeah, um, I recently watched – have you ever watched The Hookup Plan on Netflix? No. It's a really good French TV show, um, but you can just watch with subtitles um, or dubs, but I suggest – subtitles yes um and they did a COVID episode it was just a one-off episode they're like between seasons and it was so good like to physically watch characters that you know react to the news and stuff and see where their trajectories were because some like this one girl started doing social media influencing stuff um one of them's a doctor one of them like became really like hypochondriac like wouldn't leave their apartment um and so it's just really interesting to like actually see what we're like living through like played on on tv it was fascinating that's why I was also thinking about retuning into Grey's Anatomy just to see how it's really interesting to see like COVID things played out on tv yeah I agree I think the only time it's like not really done that well is when they talk about it in Bachelor like 
that is the one place where I want you guys to just pretend that nothing's it's happening. Yes. Yeah, that's such a good point. So you don't watch Grey's Anatomy, but you follow everything about it. I honestly kind of feel like that's been me with Bachelor Nation over these couple years. It's like somehow, some way, I know every single thing that's going on, even when I like am cooking through the episodes and like, yeah, like, <laughs> like not paying attention at all. But for some reason, it just makes it my way. Yeah, I think that's how Grey's Anatomy is for me. I don't know why I know so much about it. I really think it has to do with E! News. Yes. They just like drill Grey's Anatomy content into my brain. And I'm like, okay, I, I'm not going to start it again because I'm never going to catch up. But I also am like so well aware of what's going on. Also, especially when I know that like this person died and this person leaves and blah, blah, blah. Like what's the point of me starting it at this point? Yeah, that's a good point. Like I don't need to watch it once I've read all about it in the news. But yeah, that's true about it's just so still it's still so popular in like the zeitgeist even though I don't know one person that actually still watches it yeah I really feel like it's almost it's time I mean it's definitely past it's time but I feel like they should start wrapping it up oh yeah I felt like that like 10 years ago (laughs) but (laughs) now I like especially think that it's also had like three spinoffs yeah they're always like oh the Grey's Anatomy collab tonight with this show and I'm like oh god like just end it (laughs) I know I know so brutal and you're totally right I was thinking about revisiting it I would probably just start with this season like it seems so overwhelming even though I've only missed three seasons it's like 22 or 24 episodes a season like that just seems and they're hour episodes like it just seems (laughs) way too daunting yeah Okay, the last thing we wanted to talk about was some TikTok tea. I am so excited about this. Yeah, I'll just take over because I am giving you a little surprise. I love this, this, I guess. I love it. Okay, so the tea that we're talking about is Dixie and Charlie D'Amelio, the TikTok queens, um, just also the internet queens. Everyone loves them because they're just super innocent, sweet girls, like, that's really the best way to put them um i'm sure everyone listening probably knows who they are but if you don't that's who they are um and they have gotten in some heat in like i think literally yesterday it happened there was a video released on the d'amelio family channel they started this new series that's like dinner with the d'amelio so they sit down and they have a special guest that's like a celebrity of some sort um and so it was james charles which was whatever and then they have their personal chef cooked them a meal and then they sit, they eat, they hang out and like just chat. So I watched it just for like, wanted to see what it was about. Dixie and Charlie are now kind of under fire because of the way that they were reacting to not liking the chef's food. (gasps) Like they were just so rude to them. They were being like, Dixie was like, ew, what is this? And he was like, oh, it's a snail, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, I'm not eating that. He's like, oh, it's good luck, blah, blah, blah. She eats it and she like throws up in their backyard. She's like so dramatic, like dry heaving. Her mom's like, Dixie, that's that's enough. Like not really even doing anything. And then Charlie's sitting there and she's like, I just want dino nuggets. Like they're just being so rude to their personal chef. Like how privileged can you be that you're being so rude to this man who just slaved over a meal for you? Oh my God. Okay, why... So many questions immediately come yes, to mind. Yes. <laughs> Why didn't they just edit that part out? I don't know. I think maybe they thought it would be like funny 
Like, oh, like that's like such a teenage girl because again, they're 16 and 19, but you're, you have 99 million followers. I know. You can't, you can't just be like bratty teenage funny. Like it's, no one's going to think it's funny when you're that famous. I know. It's funny because I feel like sometimes I totally get like playing up things for like when you're being like recorded on a podcast or like vid- videotaped. <laughs> what am I trying to say? Yeah. Like, yeah, no, I know what you're saying. Like when yes. you're in the moment, it's yes. like, oh, that'll be funny. I'll just do that. Yes. But Kate, this is what I don't get. And like sometimes I've been a complete asshole because I thought it was like funny, like on the pod or whatever. And it's not. But this is what I don't get is there it needs there has to be a million people who view this video from putting it out like where it's their PR team. Yes. It's like the camera people, the editors. I'm sure someone from PR should at least watch it on 2x speed before you publish it. How is this shit happening to so many people like this happens all the time. People putting out like youtube stories or they go live on instagram and they just like ruin their careers in like four seconds yeah that's so wild to me and as soon as we're done podcasting i'm gonna go watch it because oh, i'll send you the video it's unreal <laughs> i'm At one so point, excited james or charlie's talking about something she's like i just really want to hit 100 million followers like oh like that would just be so much cooler and james is like oh is the 99 million not enough for you like making a joke and she's like, I just like even numbers. So now everyone's like commenting on her TikToks and they're like, sorry that we're not enough for you, Charlie. Blah, blah, blah. Like, sorry that your food wasn't good enough. There's some people that can't eat, like be, just being roasting them both, which you know what? I don't want to say it's deserved because they're young, but they definitely need to like step off their high horse for a second. Totally. I think that this is like a good wake up call. This seems like a softball, like canceling that they can like reel it in and then like never do something like this again and I'm so surprised also because I think that they're so far have been so lovely um Ariana Grande in an interview made that pointed comment about like all those tiktokers going to saddle ranch or whatever the popular club is Mm -hmm. in Hollywood she's like is that necessary in a pandemic? Like, can't you just wait? It's not that great. Mm-hmm. And then paparazzi asked, I think it was Dixie. And she was like, you know what? That's a good fucking point. Like, like it was yeah. such well, a good response. Is, I think it's a bit hypocritical because Dixie, yeah, she agrees. But like her boyfriend's going there with all of his friends every week. Totally, totally. It's like she was still out when she was asked that question. Yeah, when you're being <laughs> yeah, interviewed, leaving... Yeah other place that you guys go to like every other day yes and it's all tiktokers and all youtubers like 100 percent. if you're gonna be that way yeah it's annoying but just accept it like own it i think that's the worst part is i fucking hate when someone will like tweet out like stay home wear a mask and like the next night they're like at a bar yeah like now more or less wearing a mask it's so it's so tough to like listen to but I was so surprised I don't know I'm surprised by this news because I thought that they just have responded to like any criticism that they've got so well and they've done such a good job of yeah keeping it like I don't know good content um I agree I think that I mean it is it literally 
is all happening like at this moment type of thing. So they could have come out with like an apology at this point. I have no idea. I'm sure we'll see soon, but like it is, it'll be very interesting to see how they react as a family. Cause people are now like calling their parents into like questioning being like, Oh, you guys weren't good parenting, like all these things, which again, maybe uncalled for, but I think that long-term it'll be good for them. Totally. I think I don't even realize the, platform of 99 million followers i was thinking about that today i was like that's that's like oh i'm so close to 100 <laughs> yes yeah it's like 100 million not, I not 100 i know literally like i like canada has 34 i think million people or like 37 million people like it's just wild to think about like she has three times the amount of my country's population like my roommate today said that it's one seventh of the world population oh my god Oh my god, that's true. It's wild. That is so wild. I and for a 16-year-old that seems like unbearable like in terms of or like unmanageable, I should say. Yeah. But you have people. So it's yes. I just think that things like that should have been taken care of. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I'm so excited. Like I want to see what their house looks like. <laughs> like Yeah. And I can't believe they have a personal chef for some reason. I like don't clue in that tiktokers like are making a huge income and yeah like have those luxuries it's wild it's totally wild do you see them being famous for a long time like do you see tiktok's longevity like a few of them have branched out to other things there are people like i think the d'amelios i think addison i don't know i'm trying to think of other people like that will maintain relevancy just because they've been able to like do so many other things like Addison presenting at the AMAs or the People's Choice Awards the other day. Yeah. Um, different things like that. As for like the rest of them, who knows? It's really, it's so recent. Like Noah Beck has been famous for eight months and the yeah. world's like in love with him. Yeah. 10 million followers in like eight months. Like that's wild. Yeah. Good for him. But like, I just don't know what his longevity will look like. I know. I'm like, remember my 700 in two years? <laughs> like, Literally. If you just have to look like him, then like I'll go get some plastic surgery. But. Yes, honestly. Yeah, you're right. Because like Addison Ray and stuff, she got cast in like a movie. And I guess like Charlie and Dixie have a podcast and this YouTube channel and stuff. So I think, yeah, if you can like – venture out into other projects you'll have like longevity but I always get worried that TikTok like one day will just end like Vine did and like yeah then what are those people gonna do but yeah I guess usually they have other things on the side yeah it's definitely it's definitely an interesting platform to see how it like grows like all the people that I talk to in my podcast about it they're always like yeah it just like happened and I'm like okay so so then what do you do next? Like now that you just have fame and people who care about what you do, like do you actually pursue that or do you keep going? Because if it happened that fast, it can also leave that fast. Yeah, I always think that I would just be so anxious all the time just being like, what about if everyone hates me tomorrow? Or like, yeah, what about if everyone unfollows me tomorrow? So I don't think I would ever want that many followers, but it wouldn't it would be nice to pick up a few more listeners of the podcast. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Guys, come to my podcast too. Yes, please <laughs> do. Okay, one other thing before we wrap up is when you were just talking about TikTok people like blowing up, there's this podcast that I follow and I'll tell you 
what the name of it is off air, but they're like a very similar podcast to you and I, I would actually say. Okay. And um, one of them just blew up on TikTok. And so I was, it's like an indie podcast. They had like four episodes and then they stopped okay. for a year and then they started posting podcasts again this I'm like fall. I'm like all then. <laughs> yes, yes, me too. Like remember when I took that like six month break? I'm on a three- Literally, no, no, we don't remember that. No. no it never happened. <laughs> don't tell anything about it. On their Instagram, they like posted about their TikTok or, or her, t- one of the hosts TikTok and I went and looked at it and I had like, she had 500 followers or whatever and then um Betches like media that huge company posted I think two of her TikToks the next day I looked she had 11,000 and today I looked she has 22,000 and oh. then now they're like promoting the podcast and I'm like fuck you <laughs> like yeah I it no is- offense like <laughs> Wish you the best, but like I can't stand you. <laughs> I, know, I was like, this was like an indie podcast that I like loved and supported, and now I'm like, this is my this week in petty. By the way, I'm like, I fucking hate you. <laughs> like, I'm so jealous. Like, it, I'm like, how did you blow up in yeah. like two seconds? Oh God, ew. I know. I, I, know, I, know. I was like, I want to support you, and but I, I can't. just can't anymore. <laughs> and they posted an episode this week, and I was listening, and I was like. It's not even that good. And like, I feel like last week I was like, this is my like favorite like tiny indie podcast. And now I'm like, it's not even that funny. Like, You're like there's other ones that are better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Ugh. It's a weird, weird, weird thing. So it'll be us one day though. So it's fine. Yeah. True. It'll be one of us or both of us, yes. hopefully. We'll, if it happens to one of us, we'll just combine. Yes. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you so much for coming on the pod today. It was so fun talking with you. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. Where can the listeners of RTPP find you? If you guys like listening to me rant, um, <laughs> which I do sometimes on my own podcast, but I talk about other things too. But if you liked it, you can listen to my podcast at to be influenced podcast it's just on all of the streaming platforms and you can check out our podcast instagram we're working on making it aesthetic we're um in a process so just mind your business right now um (laughs) but it is tbi underscore podcast um if you stop by make sure to dm me and let me know that you came from here and i would love to chat Check it out. I can't wait to listen to your Bachelorette podcast and then watch this Charlie and Dixie video and then I'll DM you my thoughts. Yes, please do. (laughs) Okay, thanks again for coming on. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I always appreciate that you are spending an hour with me pretty regularly. I'm not going to say once a week, but (laughs) we're getting there. If you enjoyed this episode, head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star rating and review. It helps the pod find new listeners and I love to hear from all of you. And if you want to join me on this podcasting journey, follow along with us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at RTBP Podcast. You can also join our listener Facebook group, Ready to be Petty Podcast Group. I hope that you and your family are safe and well. As always, I'm your host, Tori, and I am ready to be petty. See you soon. Bye.